I'm hoping I know what this is. Please, please go. Have you watched the season three of Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai! <laughs> Cobra Kai! <laughs> For episode number 28 of the Promo Upfront podcast, I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petru. With me, as always, is the masked maven of Mexico, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, on this eve of your uh, intercontinental vacation, how the hell are you? I'm doing well. What's really funny is I've literally told nobody about this, that I was leaving. You have announced it on the podcast. So. Sorry. <laughs> It's totally fine. Um, no, it's just such a weird time we're living in that it's like we, it, you know, it's it's we want to make sure that we're being responsible. And so I am excited about it. I'm excited to take a few days off and spend some time with Good. my family. So I am fired up. How about you? I'm doing great. And you have been very responsible. I know you and your family have taken COVID tests yes. and you're preparing to travel safely. So I didn't mean to call you out, but clearly <laughs> it's I no did. Problem. <laughs> but I do have a question for you, Kirby. Oh, what's that, Bill? Where are you getting your industry ideas, inspiration, and information? You mean other than from you? Yeah, that's correct. And I'll <laughs> tell you where you should be getting it from, Kirby. You know, you can spend a lot of time online digging at every website and trying to remember who said what and where this supplier special was. You can do that. You'd be a fool, though, wouldn't you, Kirby? You that's would. right. Instead, why don't you download that Promo Pulse app? That's right. Right there on your home screen of your iPhone 27. That's right. <laughs> Download that Promo Pulse app as your one-stop shop for all things in the promotional products industry. It's con is it convenient, Kirby? Super convenient. Is it free to use? It's totally free to use. Kirby, do you have a personalized experience when you use the Promo Pulse app? I do. I've selected the people I want to hear from. Kirby, are you aware that they have an Alexa-enabled skill? For the I've Promo heard Pulse that app? from a guy named Bill Petrie. Okay. And do you subscribe <laughs> to the weekly wrap-up emails? I do. I do. So you, so you, joking aside, you do use all time. I use it all the time. It's a great, powerful, powerful tool. Yeah, it's it's a really great tool, and you know, it's one of those things where uh, you and I've talked about it. You got the specials in the industry, which is always great. Right. I like listening to the the content and whatever. And it's also one of those things where, if I'm just being uh, kind of narcissistic about it, there is nothing that gives me more pleasure than when I'm flipping through and I'm like, "Ooh, that's for me!" Right. <laughs> so right. It, it really does. Uh, kind of put everything in one place. So it's cool. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, it is the only way to get all the information you need to know, save time and make money. So download that Promo Pulse app ASAP. You won't be sorry that you did. Now, Kirby, this is the Promo Upfront podcast. I want to thank you for having the courage to do this on the eve of your COVIDcation. <laughs> Stop. Okay, I'm joking. I'm kidding. <laughs> But I do appreciate you doing this. And yeah. so we, the way we do this, if you haven't listened before, we have a, a promotional products topic up front, have a couple conversations about some few other things. Neither one of us know what we're going to talk about. And then we have a little party in the back. That's why it's the mullet of all podcasts. So Kirby, I have the promo up front topic today, and we're going to talk about SKUCON. SKUCON, SKUCON. Yeah. So, in all transparency, we are recording this a little earlier than we normally would. Uh, mm -hmm. We're recording this on Friday, January the 8th, because Kirby's going to be out of town. 
And uh, yesterday we both attended the SKUCon conference and I wanted to get some, uh, the good, the bad, the great from you. I'm happy to go first. I've got a few, I had a feeling we would talk about this today. Okay. If you want to bring it up, I, I would, um, you know, as we always say, we try to be transparent in what we're talking about. I, yep. I'm a user of, of common skew and, um, I tend to uh, go to any of their events live or virtual. And mm -hmm. I, I think that for the most part, they are the leader from what I've seen in virtual events. Yep. So I, I, I made a couple quick notes about it. Um, I thought it was a great day. Um, but it was a long day. Um, I think in the, um, in the uh, desire to pack so much really interesting content into the day and give it time to breathe, which I did like, like they weren't so short that it felt too hurried. Um, that it, it, a seven hour day for a virtual conference is a really long day. I would agree with that. So you want, let's ping pong yeah. this. Let's go back. I agree. Uh, I actually had that written down I, where it works in person because you can get up and stretch and walk around and you're still with people. You're still part of the event. I, after about two, three hours, I'm like, I can't look at this computer screen anymore. <laughs> I need to get up and move around. I need to go away. I need to go get something from the kitchen. Yeah. Um, that is too long for me. I think I almost would have loved to have seen it broken up into three hours in the morning take an hour break hmm. for lunch or even take a half hour break. Hey, go away. Don't even stay, <laughs> sit in your computer and then come back. I think that might help. Let it breathe a little bit. No, I think that's interesting. I, you know, I think the, 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 one of the notes that I made was that tech is great. And I think that Hopin, which is the platform that they use, I, I really like that platform. I think from a user perspective, it's uh, very good. And I've, because we did our conference on it, I have the backend version of it too. And so I, I know that the level of, preparation and and uh work that they've put in to make it seem so smooth um so i thought that was really good but tech tech is great i don't know that we'll ever replace that in-person conference experience but they did the best i think that you could to to do that if that makes sense i, I agree you know there's limitations to tech and there's always there's probably always going to be limitations to tech but they leverage it to the best of their ability yeah. to create a an, an environment a conference that connects people I'd say the one thing I didn't like about it, and I'm just as guilty, it's the chat. Oh, yeah. I, am, am, That's I, am I, yeah, am I listening to the speaker or am I reading the chat? And am I thinking about what's the next thing I might say or what did they just yeah. say or how do I respond to that or that's funny? It's, um, it got to the point I shut it off. Yeah. You know, I, I almost think that should be, I'd almost like to see it from an admin perspective where there's no, but I know they need it for questions. There's got to be a better way to get questions than to filter it through 89 smart, uh, you know, smart assy comments and the <laughs> one question. I just, the chat's very distracting for me um, yeah. and it, it's, it's almost overwhelming. So, well, and, and I, the, the one thing I would say too, is we, as an industry, sometimes we do not give grace when there are snafus, man. We need to be more patient when like, it, yeah. it might be your internet. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Just, the poor. Yeah, we need to give grace a little bit yeah, on some of the, that stuff. The poor guy from um, uh, Belgium mm -hmm. who uh, really was struggling through the technology, not because of anything he was doing. Guys in Belgium, let's yeah. kind of give his internet connection a little bit of grace. So it was a challenge. But man, there are people that can't hear you, can't hear you, can't understand you, can't hear you, can't hear you. I'm like, yeah, we got it. We all got it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No. Dial it down. Dial it down. I thought the the best sessions were um, Elizabeth Segrin. I thought she was great from yeah, Fast Company. I thought that she was, was really fantastic. 
Um, I, I really, I have such a, uh, a crush on Denise Tashiro and what she does from a B Corp standpoint mm-hmm. and sustainability and corporate responsibility. Um, I've had some, some of the bet, my best QCon moments over the years have been spent with Denise Tashiro and her business partner talking about how they approach doing corporate good. I, I just, I'm fascinated by that. I, I, I aspire to that. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, and obviously Seth Godin knocked it out of the park. He always does. Um, just when you think, my gosh, I've heard about everything this guy has to say, what else can he say? You're like, Oh, he can say that. And let me yeah. write that down. So I thought <laughs> that was right. really good. Um, yeah, I, I will say this. So what do you think of the sessions? Did you, the sessions did you like other than the ones I mentioned? Uh, so I actually enjoy Anne Handley. I've read several mm-hmm. of her, I've read her book, uh, Everybody Writes or Everyone mm-hmm. Writes. Um, I enjoyed that little conversation. She, yep. She's, a, she's a, a fun and quirky personality. I like her a lot. Yep. Um, and my note about it is set. I've, I've decided that Seth Godin and, and we like, yeah. we talk about this. I write about Seth a lot. Yeah. He is one of my heroes. So sure. take it with a grain of salt, but he's one of the best and most professional speakers of our time. Yes, the end. He is. <laughs> like, he is. It was just off the charts. Amazing. He is. And the, the other, and this is really my final note is I have decided that the networking portion on Hopin, I like better than real networking. <laughs> Okay, we disagree. I cannot stand the networking. I love it so much. It's I never get cornered with someone I don't want to talk to. I got three minutes and I'm out. Okay, so maybe it's a me thing. And this is probably telling a little story about me. Um, I'm definitely the introverted extrovert. I don't love those things very much. Mm -hmm. And... I didn't do the networking yesterday. I intentionally mm. skipped it because I did it last time at SKUCon at home and it was just weird. I, it, oh, <laughs> you know, it's just very awkward conversations. And I, I, I'll take the responsibility for that. So maybe I need to take some pointers from you and I'm not joking about how to really enjoy that because I, I get like so white knuckle on that and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I, you know, in, but I, so I, in person, I'll talk to anybody. I'm right. fine with that. When it's the screen thing, it's like, oh, so, so you, you work from home too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I think, I think for me, um, you know, it's three minutes. Yeah. Which I, I, and so by the time introductions happen, like, Hey, what's your name? What do you do? Where are you yeah. from? A minute's gone pretty easily. So I got two minutes mm-hmm. and you know, they usually, the one thing that common skew, I think does do a good job is like, Hey, here's, if you don't have anything else to talk about, yes. here's what you talk yeah. about. Um, yeah. ironically, I, the, the thing I, I didn't do, I didn't follow instructions, go figure very well. Um, but I didn't I, either. I didn't even go. <laughs> yeah. But I found that just, just talking with people about, Hey, what are you enjoying? What is this? What's like, it yeah. was actually super easy to, to get through the three minutes, I actually added a couple connections on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, so I, I love the networking. On well, then I may have missed an opportunity. Yeah. So shame on me. And, no. and next time I'll give it a try and I'll yeah. talk to you before I do it. But, uh, <laughs> I'd say all in all, they killed it uh, oh, again. So good. There's always going to be limitations to a virtual conference, at least yes. with the technology we have today. Mm-hmm. I think um, Common Skew, Mark Graham, Catherine, Bobby, David, Sam, Kate, Maceswitch, Aaron Coutre, all of those folks, Ashley Collette, everybody at Common Skew does such a great job. Mm-hmm. They nail it. They nail yeah. it every time. So kudos yeah. to them. Kirby, you got a topic for us? Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to go... Okay, so I, I want to throw this one at you because I saw this article on LinkedIn. Um, the the question posed in the article was, "Will fathering change post pandemic?" 
And the concept of, of this is that because people have been working from home, um, the, you know, women have still taken a majority of the household tasks. The number of couples who said child care responsibilities were split evenly rose to 56% from 45%. And 68% of dads said they felt closer to their kids, according to a survey. So I was curious to know your take. Do you feel like you have, I feel like it could go either way. Like either you've gotten closer or, oh my God, we need space. What's your thought? Hard for me to answer personally, but I'll try. So I think, you know, after Sandy had her heart incident Mm -hmm. uh, almost five years ago, four and a half years ago, I took on a lot more of the household duties and I still probably, I I still cook more than Sandy. I -hmm. cook more than Sandy. Um, and so, and I've always been active in, in my kids' lives. Like my dad was certainly active in my life, but he didn't go to every game and he right. was, you know, work was a little, probably a little more priority. That's not like, yeah, it's just time. It was time. Yeah. Um, I think overall, I think parenting will change a little bit. I don't like the, I don't like the topic of fathering I, for whatever reason that just kind of mm-hmm. irked me. I think the parental roles will be a little more, uh, equal, um, mm-hmm. Am I closer to my kids? I think so. Um, do I want space from them more? I think so. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's both. I yeah. think, I, by the way, those things can be both. I do feel closer to them because we were able to do things I don't know if I would have been able to do had the pandemic not been here. I was able to take them, just the three of us, without mom in, in, on a couple road trips to look at colleges. She was able to do the same thing, take a couple road trips, just those three without dad. Right. And those are where you build those, those memories. Um, so I do feel closer to them, but there's also time. It's like, you know, when, when they're having an argument and I'm trying to work and we're all yeah. home, it's like that, that does frustrate me to be very candid. So to answer your question, yeah, I think, I think it'll all more equalize. I hope so. Um, but we'll see. I think time will tell. I mean, in the short term, yes. Right. Long term, who knows? Yeah, that's a great point. And I, I I had not thought of it that way, but it is funny how you bring it up. I mean, as someone who uh, I, I pride myself on being a very uh, engaged father, you know, my kids at this point are 19 and 22. Um, but it always really irked the hell out of me when someone would call and ask me if I need like, the example I'd give is at one point, Amy had surgery mm-hmm. and the next day she came home and this was years ago. Um, and I got a call the next morning saying, hey, do you need help getting the kids ready for school. I'm like, I get the kids ready for school every day. So yeah. <laughs> I, like, I actually know their names and yeah. you know where they go to school and everything. It's cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because, well, at home, like working from home now, I have a routine and, and we, part of it is we have a dog too, a, dog, a very, yes. uh, uh, a young puppy who is a little needy at times getting better, but we have, her and I have a routine. And so when people are home, they disrupt that routine and, mm-hmm. and I don't appreciate it. Not through anybody's fault, but like, for example, a 16th of an inch of snow fell last night. So the entire city is crippled. School's canceled today. Kids are home. Sandy's going into work, but late. And that's not part of the routine. And so it's <laughs> up more. And it's just like, I'm trying to, it's just, it just changes. So um, it, it, uh, it is interesting. That's for sure. Kirby, you know what else is interesting? What's that, Bill? I don't know about you, but I love me a promotional product. Do you have a promotional product that you love so much that you feel compelled to share it with the, all of us on this very broadcast? Yes, I do. And you know, it's funny when we start thinking about um, what we want to share, I think sometimes I go to sort of, you know, your higher end pieces, mm-hmm. uh, you know, drinkware, stuff like that. But I'm like, you know what, sometimes the most powerful piece is a very cost effective piece. And 
I'm going to share one that 40% of our population is addicted to, and it's legal. So lip balm. Lip balm. Yeah, full color imprint wrap. Um, obviously, there's some great- um, I've got a Kirby Hossman ma- marketing masterclass one right here. Yeah, me too. Look at that. That <laughs> is unplanned. That's actually serendipity unplanned, folks. Yeah. And so, you know, I think, you know, somewhere under a dollar, you got a full color yeah. imprint. People tend to keep it for a month or so, and it's very, very personal. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's a great piece that I sometimes overlook because I don't necessarily use lip balm all the time. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I have had to get over in my professional career is just because I don't use it doesn't mean it's not an effective and important piece. So Correct. lip balm. Correct. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Kirby, let's talk. Uh, let's talk Burger King. Okay. I am did you hungry. see that they went? Did you see, see that they went through a rebrand? I did not. I did not. So they have changed their logo back to exactly what it was in 1984 or 1994. If you remember the bun, the words burger and king looks like meat. And then the bun, they've gone back to that. Okay. They've taken away the little blue swoosh. Um, They've kind of gone back to retro. And what they've done with it also, the reason there's a promo tie-in, they are now selling a bunch of cool merchandise. We've talked about the fast food merchandise, but some really cool, fun merchandise about having it your way and and the burgers and all that. I want to ask you two things. One, when an iconic brand goes through a rebrand, but they go back to something retro, what, how does that make you feel? You have, I mean, you, you, I've been to Coshocton. There's, there's some not the only chain restaurants in town are really fast food places. The, the nicer places are mom and pop restaurants. I believe, I believe that's, yes, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. So you go to Burger King occasionally, I'm sure. Yep. How does that make you feel? Do you feel like, do you, do you look at that and go, so you're going back to what you were 30 years ago. Gosh, you really screwed up. Didn't you? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, that's a great question. I I think it depends um, on the brand. So like, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I just feel like everything right now, what is old is new again. It feels like that is totally the trend that everybody's like, everybody loves themselves some retro. Yeah, which so, you know, it's, it's unoriginal being original, right. I guess, or whatever. Um, I think it depends on the brand. So like when Miller Lite went back because they had got, they'd evolved yeah. and they went back, I was like, I, I kind of dig it. It yeah. was going back. I feel like at this point, I, here, in the interest of transparency, I didn't, I don't, I couldn't tell you what the current Burger King logo okay. was. Right. So I'm sure the, um, the the move back to it won't be that effective to me because I'm not yeah. that tied to Burger King. Right. I, but I actually do think it's the opportunity when they do it to signify a tribe. So when they do it to, if they do some cool t-shirts, if they do some cool merch, mm-hmm. then I might be kind of interested in it. So I think, I think, you know, we've talked about this and then the tie-in also is brands should look at their branding. Companies should look at their branding every 12 or every 18 to 24 months. Yeah. Is it still speaking to your community, your tribe, your audience, whatever you want to t- talk about? So is it is it communicating to them in the way that moves them to want to be part of your tribe? Right. When I see someone going retro like this, I, 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 I can't decide, is it retro cool? Is it la- lazy? Yeah, lazy? Yeah. Or are you just admitting we should have changed it in the first place? And I don't know where <laughs> that, you know, because... McDonald's is still the king of fast food. They haven't changed those gold, golden arches really all that much right. in, in ever. Very, very little. And so it always feels like, you know, Burger King's this little dog nipping at their heels like, well, maybe we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this. Ooh. 
we will we'll change everything. It feels to me desperate. And I don't know why. I don't, it's, and it's probably grossly unfair to Burger King, but it feels like it's desperate. Although their merchandise looks really cool. I got to yeah. say, it's really fun. So I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I, I wish they'd try to do something a little more modern. You know what I like is I like it when they do sort of uh, temporary throwbacks. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like I've seen, like Pepsi did that where they went back yes. to the old stuff. I was like, ooh, that's fun. Yeah. As it was just a, like a temporary rollout. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll go to the grocery store and they have retro bags of Doritos and retro yeah. bags of chips. I love the when it's temporary. I have great point, Kirby. Yeah. Great point. You yeah. killed it. Topic <laughs> over. What do you want to talk about next? Okay. So can we make a, a really quick one? I just, you and I um, have talked about this separately and I'd like to know your take on something really quick. I'm hoping I know what this is. Please, please go. Have you watched the season three of Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai! Cobra Kai! <laughs> yeah! I have not finished it yet. I'm about four episodes deep and it is so deliciously awful. I love that show. It's amazing in every way, shape, and form. I'm going to finish it today. Tonight, that is my, my plan this evening. On Friday, January the 8th, I am going to finish season three of Cobra Kai and weep until season four is dropped. Yeah, I, I, so uh, we got yes. a text message from David Schultz on New Year's Day yep. that said, hey, season three of Cobra Kai, because I didn't think it was coming up till later. Right. And so when I got that text, I had already worked out. I'd done all my stuff, but it was New Year's Day. I didn't have big plans. Right. I literally went back downstairs into my basement, got on the treadmill, and fired up Cobra Kai and watched seven episodes while I was on the treadmill. Awesome. And I had that episode, I had that show finished by the next morning. So it was, by the way, you're going to love it. It's I know horrific. I it's, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it speaks directly to our 80s. Oh, it's very much so, so cheesy throwback. Oh, that yeah. It's wonderful. It's <laughs> predictable. You know exactly what's going to happen. There's going to be a tweak here and there, but it's, and the acting is, questionable at best which makes it even better i'm telling you it's absolutely absolutely better i don't think i i would like to bring up another topic kirby yeah i'm not going to okay i don't think i don't think we would do our audience any favors <laughs> any favors by talking about anything else after we talk about Kobakai, unless you have a really cool game for the party in the back i do have a fun game yeah so I'm, <laughs> I'm excited <clears throat> so all right so this, this uh, game this time, uh, I had all kinds of different ideas about it. And then I like in the shower this morning, I was thinking of you. And so I came up with the game is in 2021, Kirby, Bill, neither or both. Okay. I understand. So, so, so I will pick either myself, yep. you, neither of us or both of us. I have yep. four choices for each question. Correct. All right. Are you ready? I understand the rules. Is there any wrong, are there any wrong answers? I don't know. I'll, I'll okay. decide that on the fly, I think. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and so, yeah, we'll just run through them. And, and we can make it pretty quick. If you want to explain, yeah. feel free. Okay, ready? All right. In 2021, Kirby, Bill, neither or both will run a half marathon. Kirby. I have no explanation needed. I don't like running. I work out just about every day. I don't like running. Running doesn't like me. We've mutually agreed to not hang out together. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Eat vegetarian for a month. Neither. Absolutely <laughs> not. You're, we're both meat eaters. No way. And you are, and we've talked about it before, your palate is, is very, very narrow. There's <laughs> no way you are going to not eat meat for a month. No way. All right. Uh, cut out alcohol for a month. 
both. I bet we both will do that. I bet we'll both do that. Write a book. Although, although five days into <laughs> January, I sure as hell wasn't doing dry January. That's for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we'll need to. Yes. <laughs> okay. Write a book. I will. Okay. I like it. Any, any questions? Any, any, any pushback there? Not at all. Not okay. at all. I'm, I, I, I encourage that. My, sort of my, my long promised book. Maybe I'll get it done this year. All right. I like it. I like it. I actually sent you a link the other day about you did. A, a workshop. So yep. uh, start a new business. Oh, you, <laughs> you, 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 you haven't met a business idea. You won't try. And I, and I, by the way, that's not making fun of you. That's a compliment. You are a serial entrepreneur. So when things get to the point of the running at, at a level you're comfortable with, yeah. your eyes starts to wander from a business perspective. Yep. I think that's fair. Uh, Let's see. Attend an NFL game. Uh, neither. Neither one oh. of us will. Okay. I, I, I would probably agree. I probably won't. I thought maybe you'd have a shot at it more than me. I, I might, but I mean, I honestly, I, I prefer it at home. I mean, if, if someone's going to give me a ticket and it, all that, and it's in a suite or what, even if it's just, in, yeah, I'll go, but I'm not going to pay to go. Fair. Attend a concert. Oh, me for days. You, you, no, you won't do that. Head to Washington, D.C. Head to Washington, D.C. <laughs> um, I'm sadly going to say neither because I just don't think lead will happen this year um, because of the pandemic. So I must say neither. Binge watch a new show, not Cobra Kai. Oh, me. You're, you won't binge another show. I That's won't. Not your thing. No, you won't. Okay. You, you, no. Uh. All right, final one. Kirby or Bill? Give or up on or both. Yeah, okay. give up on creating these games at the end of the podcast. Oh, you will. <laughs> um, if, if anybody will, it's you. Because I know I don't. First of all, you won't. Yeah. I know. I know that is the single your single least favorite thing about the podcast. You like playing the games. Yeah, I do. You don't like creating the games. Because yes, right. truth be told. When, when it's my week to do it, it takes usually a good hour for me to come up with something good and something that I enjoy. So I know it takes you probably about the same half hour, hour, yeah. just to, you know, again, because it's fun. Yeah. Well, it's fun for me. You know what else is fun, Kirby? What's up, Bill? Thank you for asking. <laughs> it's fun to know where you're getting your information for the industry, your ideas, your inspiration, because it can really all be in one place. I mean, if you want to go spend your, your time going to every Tom, Dick and Harry website, go ahead. That's your time. When it's my time, I use Promo Pulse. It's an app. It's on my phone. It's there. It's convenient, free to use. It's a personalized experience. It has everything I need. Content. So good. Supplier specials. More content. <laughs> More supplier specials. Information. Content. Supplier specials. It's got all of it. All of it. All of it. And the only way to get that information is to download that app now. Go to your local app store right down the street from you probably. Heck, you might even be able to pick up your phone and do it without leaving your home. Go to your local app store, download Promo Pulse. Not going to be sorry you did. Check it out every single damn day. Kirby, on behalf of all of us here at Promo Front Podcast offices, we wish you the happiest of uh, staycations. It's not a staycation, it's a vacation. We wish you the happiest vacation. Have a great time. And we'll see you here for episode 29 here in a couple weeks. Thanks. Yeah. That's right. Bye.